we just want to end the lockdown and uh, use some common sense and uh, get things back to normal. I have not received any unemployment yet. Um, I don't know when the stimulus check is coming. Supposedly it's coming. We had a big problem before COVID-19. This crisis has resulted in a very large increase in the number of San Diegans that are seeking help from Feeding San Diego. Nearly one in eight San Diegans didn't have enough to eat before the pandemic started. Now those numbers are going up, along with the challenges of safely delivering food to those in need. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a few moments, I'll be joined by someone on the front lines of our local battle against hunger, the CEO of Feeding San Diego, Vince Hall. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Wednesday, April 15th. To date, the county is now reporting more than 2,000 cases. There are 82 new cases from yesterday. The county also announced that seven more people have died, bringing the region's death toll to 60. Medical experts say they're seeing signs that people who need medical help for things not related to coronavirus are avoiding the hospital. Chief Medical Officer Nick Infantides implored people to go to the doctor or emergency room if you need help. Please do not be afraid and do not hesitate to access health care, especially emergency health care. And one other reminder that we are seeing some early evidence of is that this is not the time for you to allow your refills and your medications to run out. Pharmacies are considered to be essential services. They are open for business. There are ways for you to have consultation with your physicians. It is critical that we do everything we can to maintain our health and well-being. There are new concerns about the use of hydroxychloroquine to treat COVID-19 patients. The drug has been touted by President Trump as a game changer, but a new study found taking higher doses of the drug was associated with fatal heart complications. Currently, there is no treatment for COVID-19 approved by the FDA. drive through COVID-19 testing sites have been popular for people looking to quickly find out if they've been exposed to the coronavirus and recovered. But a large testing site in Cardiff was just ordered to shut down days after opening. 10 News reporter Mimi Alcala explains the clinic's failure to comply with state laws. Pop-up drive-through COVID-19 testing sites across the country, including right here in San Diego, have promised quick and mostly accurate test results. COVID clinics started by a doctor from Orange County opened at the Miracosta College campus in Cardiff on Monday, offering two types of COVID-19 tests for a cost, a nasal pharyngeal test and an antibody test. The information they supplied thus far does not satisfy our conditions to allow them to continue to do this test. Despite several requests, the county says COVID clinic failed to provide proof to operate and was ordered to shut down. Verification that this test does what they say it does in a laboratory here in the United States uh, and that they identify their laboratory director and that they show us their certificates that allow them to be able to perform these tests. As soon as they meet them, we will be happy to let them continue their operations. Right now, there are dozens of antibody tests available on the market. So far, the FDA has only given emergency use authorization to one. However, the FDA is allowing developers of some antibody tests to use them under certain conditions, even without FDA review or authorization. The ones that we've seen are not very accurate. Dr. Omar Kawaja is the chief medical officer for Palomar Health. 
month. He says many of the current serological tests that are used to detect coronavirus antibodies have some significant issues. With these tests, we're just concerned that they haven't been validated enough. He says the results are simply too difficult to understand right now. We really don't know how to interpret them. So even if they are accurate and they give you a positive or a negative test, in a clinical sense, we don't know what that means yet. And, and why is that? So you could have antibodies and still be able to infect people. You could be positive, but you could be positive because you have antibodies to something similar to COVID-19. Mimi Alcala, 10 News. Miracosta College confirmed to 10 News that it has asked COVID clinic to leave the campus by the end of the day. About 400 inmates are going to be released from county jails over the next two days. It's to comply with a new order by the state Supreme Court to protect jail staff and the inmates themselves. Sheriff Bill Gore said he believes San Diego County had already done what could be done to safely reduce the inmate population. I think we did a good job. I don't like state mandates that treat everybody the same. I think when you look at San Diego County, we've done a responsible job of lowering our inmate population. Uh, and I'm concerned with a one-size-fits-all coming out of the state, uh, uh, state Judicial Council. And I know uh, both the district attorney and I expressed our concerns in a letter to the uh, Chief Justice. Sheriff's departments were ordered to release inmates in cases that were not considered violent or otherwise serious. We're getting a better picture of how local law enforcement agencies are cracking down on social distancing guidelines. Today we checked with several different agencies. So far, the Sheriff's Department has handed out the most citations, 72. The Police Department issued 47 tickets and Carlsbad Police handed out 10. The Sheriff told 10 News that deputies aren't looking to ticket people out for exercise but they are enforcing the rules against groups and others ignoring social distancing guidelines. A reminder, the tax deadline has been delayed three months. Instead of being due today, you now have until July 15th to file federal and state taxes, but officials say you should still file early to get a refund faster. Those tax refunds will not affect stimulus payments. Anyone unable to file by July 15th can request an extension. A member of the Los Angeles Chargers organization has tested positive for COVID-19. Two others have shown symptoms. The team closed their offices on March 12th. They've been operating with essential staff only. According to ESPN, a team spokesman says everyone is doing well and recovering. Well, as you probably know, each holiday season, 10 News partners with Feeding San Diego on the month of a million meals, uh, trying to fight hunger in our community. I think we're up to over 2 million meals in recent years, but the, the need now has to be greater than it's ever been. And joining me today on our coronavirus podcast is the CEO of Feeding San Diego, Vince Hall. Uh, Vince, I know you've had a busy day, so thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. It's really a pleasure to be with you. Well, first of all, tell me about the new partnership just kicked off today with the Armed Forces YMCA and a uh, little help in feeding kids in the community. It really is a great opportunity. Uh, as you know, San Diego has the largest concentration of military personnel of anywhere in the United States. And we have about a third of our population in this county is either military, a veteran, or a dependent of a military or veteran. So we have a special responsibility as a community to look out for those active duty and veteran families because these are folks that put on the uniform of the country and they say, you know, we're going to defend this nation. We're going to put our lives on the line. The least that all of us can do collectively as a society is to make sure that their families, their children, 
are fed, are nourished, are housed, and are taken care of. That's the least we can do uh, to show our respect. And so Feeding San Diego was really honored today to launch a new partnership with the Armed Services YMCA. We're going to be offering a week's worth of meals at a single drive-through uh, and any family that is uh, registered through Armed Services YMCA can come through these drive-through distribution lanes. People stay in the car. The food is put in the trunk. Uh, it's a very safe way to access the food. Um, but, you know, you, you've talked about this in the past, that a lot of military families struggle with the very high cost of living in San Diego County. And if we can take the food piece out of their monthly budget, it makes everything else that much more affordable. Now that we're a, a few weeks into the pandemic and the stay-at-home orders here in California, is there a way to compare the the level of need right now uh, to, against just what you'd normally see this time of year? Yeah, and you know, under under normal times, San Diego County tragically has a very high rate of hunger, what we call food insecurity, meaning people just lack consistent access to healthy and nutritious food. And so what we are uh, dealing with in normal times is a situation where about one out of every eight people in our county is struggling with hunger. Tragically, that rate is even higher amongst kids. It's about one out of every six children in our community is just not sure where that next meal is going to come from. With this COVID-19 crisis, tens of thousands of San Diegans have been laid off in the last couple of weeks. Many of them have gone from a middle-class life to struggling to even find out how they're going to pay rent this month or pay for groceries or health care. So a lot of folks at a moment uh, find themselves because of credit card debt or not having a lot of savings, getting laid off from a job or having reduced hours, suddenly finding enough money to buy food is a big challenge for them. So Feeding San Diego is experiencing 40 to 50% increases in the number of people showing up at our food distributions. Um, and honestly, in some distributions, it's 100% or 200% increases, uh, and, it, and it's growing every day. So we had a big problem before COVID-19. This crisis has resulted in a very large increase in the number of San Diegans that are seeking help from feeding San Diego. Speaking of challenges, uh, you mentioned at the event today, people putting food directly into people's trunks, uh, no contact delivery. Uh, what are some of the challenges? How have you been able to overcome those additional hurdles, the precautions uh, that you need to take during this time of the pandemic? Well, it's it's been hard because, you know, San Diego is a close-knit community and people like to socialize and people like to feel a sense of shared purpose and commitment to solving problems. And to get people to do that, but also remain six feet distant from each other, to keep facial coverings on, to keep gloves on, um, to wash hands frequently, to uh, minimize the things that really kind of make us human, a handshake, a hug. Uh, having a shoulder for somebody who's having an emotional moment. It, these are the things that we can't do without putting lives at risk. And so the, we've had to tell people in cars who are just rolling down windows to say, you know, thank you, to say, please keep those windows up. We want those windows up the whole time. Uh, we're going to, you know, talk through the glass. We're going to use hand signals and we're going to put the food in the trunk and then tap the side of the car and let you pull forward. So, you know, you make it's an interesting question, Ben, because it, it, it really goes against the nature of charitable, compassionate service to the community to have to create these physical barriers between the people that are serving and the people who are served. But it, it, it is absolutely the only way to assure the health and safety of people on both sides of that car window, whether they're a family seeking this help or a volunteer or staff person who's distributing it. I know Feeding San Diego has always made use of uh, surplus restaurant food, uh, surplus catering food. 
Yet, with so many restaurants shut down, uh, so many events canceled, um, what are the issues that you found in terms of getting food uh, that you would normally had access to? Well, San Diego's restaurant community uh, and, frankly, the whole travel and tourism sector uh, are extraordinarily generous people. And so when many of them had to close their businesses, they called us up and literally donated their entire inventory of perishable food and even a lot of their uh, shelf-stable foods like canned and boxed foods. So there was a, just a, an initial wave of food donations from businesses that said, well, it could be weeks or months before we're able to use this food, so we'll let you have it and then we'll start over. Um, that really was generous, but uh, our normal rescue model uh, has us rescuing over 12 million pounds of food per year across San Diego County. And because of the grocery stores uh, not having as much food to donate because consumers are buying them out, uh, we've seen a two-thirds reduction in the amount of food that we're able to rescue just in the last two weeks. So we've had to supplement our rescued food with purchased food, which is not normally our business model. But we have purchased over 40 truckloads of food in the last three weeks, which is about three times what we would purchase in an entire year under our, our normal approach. But we have to meet the needs of this community. We have to make sure that people have enough food to eat. And so we have adjusted our business model to these times. So Vince, obviously that means uh, donations are critical right now. How can people in San Diego who want to help, who have the means to help right now, what's the best way to do that? Well, the best thing to do, of course, is to make a donation to Feeding San Diego through our website, feedingsandiego.org. But I would encourage people even who aren't going to make a cash donation or a credit card donation to, to go to the website and take a look at all of the resources that are available because the chances are, Ben, that your listeners, if they are not experiencing hunger, they know someone who is. Vince Hall, CEO of Feeding San Diego. It's so uh, great to have you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it, Ben. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by at times. $1 gas could be coming to parts of the country. With most of the U.S. and the world shut down, oil consumption and prices have dropped dramatically. Right now, Wisconsin has the cheapest gas in the country at $1.30 a gallon. Now, don't expect prices to drop that low here in San Diego. We're currently averaging $2.88 a gallon, which is the lowest we've seen in nearly three years. Ted News is tracking the number of coronavirus cases in San Diego County. Just go to tednews.com and click on our local COVID tracker. There you can find the breakdown of local cases by age and gender. You can also see the geographic location using our interactive map. We also have a list of resources, including how you can help those in need of supplies and how to identify coronavirus symptoms. Just go to tednews.com or download our free 10 News mobile app. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together.